Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into another episode of Train, Eat, Repeat. And actually, we are back. Um, if you guys noticed, we did not have an episode last week. We were on a little coldcation, as I like to call it. <laughs> a little getaway. Yeah, so we were up north, uh, northern Michigan. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar, up near the uh, top of the mitten, if you uh, make a hand, that's the great thing about Michigan. You can literally <laughs> just throw up your hand with your thumb hanging out and you have the state of Michigan. But up north, um, good times. Yeah, it was. It was It was cold. It was really cold. And back home here in Michigan, down in the southern part, they got dumped with about 10 inches of snow. And we just had 65 and a half inches of snow we didn't get that while we were there but they already had it so either way cold temperatures really cold throughout the state of michigan hopefully you're somewhere warm listening to this podcast and um you guys didn't miss much in terms of me like mastering snowboarding he Um, did great you guys (laughs) he did great I, I did okay. Oh, I, you I, stop it. You did fine. I know, but you're your own worst critic. You are, and, yeah. And, you know, you uh, you want to be awesome automatically. Sure, you want to be able to get it. Mm-hmm. Right, but it, I just like I talked about on social media this week, that instant gratification does not lead to instant <laughs> realization. And so the realization of me being a proficient snowboarder <laughs> is still remain to be seen. But I did figure some things out, and in overall, it was just good to get away. And I hope that you all had a really productive productive week. Um, and hopefully you did miss us and yeah. hopefully you're tuning in today. For sure. Yeah. It was a good time. It was nice to get away. It's always nice to come back as well. Absolutely. So we're back to the grind or back to the uh, sort of rule or, or task of, of educating. And um, one thing that we sort of agreed upon, and actually it was Andrew's idea, to sort of speak on just on a, I would say on a general level, is the role of inflammation or what inflammation is. And the reason why is that a lot of times, and we've talked about stress on this podcast before, we don't necessarily realize when we're dealing with a good amount of either stress-induced or or environmental-induced uh, or even food-induced inflammation and just how badly that can affect your body. For sure. And a lot of people don't understand that inflammation is necessary as well as it can become too much. So everyone mm-hmm. has inflammation. Uh, however, you want to have a low level of inflammation, but you will have inflammation as it's necessary. But too much inflammation, your body just doesn't know what to do. It starts to kind of shut down. And inflammation really in the in the definitive sense is really just your body's response to like an invader. It's your body's response to something else is going on inside the body that shouldn't be happening. Sure. So there's two different kinds of inflammation, acute inflammation and chronic inflammation. And acute inflammation is, let's say you are riding your bike or walking your dog and you trip and fall and you skid your knee up. Um, so inf- acute inflammation is like kind of like the construction area, like the traffic cones come and they block off the area so you have to drive around it and they kind of shut down the area while the little construction crews take care of it and resolve the issue and then everything goes back to normal once the issue is resolved. Chronic inflammation is, okay, let's say the traffic cones come and the construction guys come and they stay there and they shut down that area for quite some time and back things up in your body. Which could be any highway in in Michigan (laughs) during the summer. Um, I think I-75 towards Detroit was closed for almost a year. Mm -hmm. So Mm-hmm. That would be a good example of chronic Absolutely. inflammation. Absolutely. Good visual. Yeah. Maybe you hitting your steering wheel over and over and causing more stress because they're they're closed. So we have those two different types. 
And when you're talking about chronic inflammation, you end up talking about things that could lead to chronic inflammation diseases like autoimmune. So like Crohn's, Mm -hmm. rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis, um, things that really do. And also heart disease, too, uh, can be considered a inflammatory disease, because obviously that means that, you know, your arteries have started to sort of close off or become hardened. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, those are all things that can lead to a chronic illness like Mm -hmm. we just talked about, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even cancer. Answer too. Yep. yep. So what we wanted to do today, now that you guys have an idea of, of what sort of inflammation is, is go through very briefly and again, very generally, mm-hmm. we, there's obviously numerous experts in the field of plant-based nutrition and um, exercise science that we've had on this podcast and we'll continue to try and get on this podcast. But I wanted to give you an idea around training, eating, and then also around your mindfulness and or, you know, sort of... Uh, healthy brain component throughout this podcast so you guys have an idea. But if you are looking for more good, you know, scientifically studied, peer-reviewed papers on this information, highly suggest you go to Mm nutritionfacts.org. It is one of the best free resources I've seen um, just around how do we prevent certain things like chronic inflammation um, through a lifestyle through diet. So many other topics. It's a wealth of information. If you, it's kind of like that that black hole. You're gonna just step right in and go right down that rabbit hole, so to speak. But yeah, so um, so many different things that we can talk about. But like like Tyler said, we're gonna do a high level overview of what inflammation is in those three topics to kind of follow our cadence that we normally do. But we can definitely go much deeper and might nerd out a little bit. But we'll try and keep it high level. Or more general. Yeah, Yeah, if we go high level, we're going to go over people's head. Yeah, we're more more general. general. Um, So let's talk about training aspect. So your body, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, wants to stay the way it is. Sure. Right? Which Mm -hmm. is why it's really hard to lose weight, which is why it's really hard to gain muscle mass, which is why it's really hard to look like whoever you want on any magazine. Instagram. Instagram, whatever, (laughs) any Instagram influencer. Right. So then in turn... What we're doing when we're actually exercising, which we've also talked about, is we are pushing our body outside of its comfort zone, Mm -hmm. which in turn then turns on the inflammatory response, which would come in the form of you feeling kind of tired, uh, feeling tight, feeling sore. Your body's reaction. Your body's reaction Mm -hmm. to it. And to Andrew's point earlier, that is a normal response. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that are getting into an exercise routine, know that that is a normal response from your body. It's in fact a a good thing because when your body is, when you're working out your body, you're breaking it down. When you're actually recovering, that recovery is where you actually start to see the result. Mm -hmm. You're rebuilding muscle tissue. You're building endurance. um, You're also in sense not just in terms of building endurance, but you're also probably lowering your heart rate. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, some other factors is so as well. important because we, we want to go into the gym and work, you know, as hard as we can, as fast as we can. And we don't take time to recover. And that's where we relieve or dissipate some of that inflammation in that recovery process. And when people have that type of inflammation, And we talked with Dr. Aaron Horshig a couple weeks ago that the initial inclination, actually the teaching for many years going back to the 1970s was do the rice method, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of the rest, ice, ice, compression, compression, and elevation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And 
The thing is, though, is that what we found through years and years of scientific study is that actually slows down that process. And we're more talking about we could be talking about exercise soreness. We also could be talking about acute. So like you bang your knee or mm-hmm, your shin, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you get swelling in there. So in the example of your traffic uh, example, mm-hmm. right, and traffic cones and, and it's sort of being blocked up, the ice actually slows that process from happening. So that's almost like, you know, let's say you said this construction project was going to be done by July. And then you had a multiple things happen where like workers weren't showing up to work right. and certain things came up. Well, that's just like putting ice on that problem. It slows down that healing process. Right. And we've been told for so long when you fall and you hit and something's swollen, ice it, ice it, mm-hmm. ice it. Which, in fact, what you want to do is isolate and move that muscle, move that area. Now, nothing intense like a five-minute bike ride. Um, Even just sitting or lying in your bed or sitting in a chair and flexing that muscle around that affected area helps to push that inflammation along. It helps to speed up that process. So it pushes kind of the damaged cells out and brings in the new healthy cells. Exactly. Like one of the best examples that... um, Dr. Aaron Horschig had given was uh, baseball pitchers mm-hmm. and you'd play softball mm-hmm. for years. I played baseball for years. And so how it was always a routine that pitchers after they finished a um, a game, they would ice their elbow and ice their shoulder, right? You would see them in the locker room doing interviews. They always have this huge yeah. bag of ice on. Mm-hmm. I would even ice my arm after I had pitched a game. And again, because it was slowing down that process, They weren't able to pitch until like the fourth or fifth day, which nowadays, and you see guys coming back, especially in the playoffs, pitching on three days rest, two days rest. Well, how, what they noticed is that when they put certain electrodes on their muscle, which basically sort of activated their muscles, um, it actually helped them speed up their recovery. So if you get anything from this, know that number one, inflammation is normal after exercise. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's a good thing in this case, unless... You're going more towards the, the sort of trend of overreaching or overtraining, mm-hmm. which if you go back a couple podcasts, I think it's three or four podcasts back, we talked about what overreaching, overtraining was mm-hmm. and what are the signs to look for. But know that that is a normal process and that the best way for you to be able to bounce back and recover from that inflammatory response from your training is to actually move. Right. So what are some ways that people could move without necessarily like causing even more damage? Sure. So a lot of times we instruct our clients that after they they start a program with us, you know, you're going to be sore for the first couple of weeks because your body hasn't moved, you haven't lifted and haven't, you know, gone through that workout or moved those muscles in a certain way for a long time. So you're going to be sore. And so our initial response is to, I'm going to rest. I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm not going to do anything. And we tell them, you know, go out for a 30 minute walk, go out for a, uh, a slow walk on the treadmill or a little bit of a quick pick, a quick pace walk on the treadmill just to get moving or do Pilates, do yoga, something to to move those muscles, it helps relieve that soreness and that tenderness because you're actually moving. And as you said before, we're pushing the you're flexing those muscles, so you're pushing those those um, dead cells out and putting in the oxygenated fresh blood. Yes, and that's the big thing. It's blood flow. That's what we're talking about. So even a basic walk, mm-hmm. you know, outside mm-hmm. can be really good for you. And and I get the inclination that you're going to have to not do anything because when you're really yeah. sore. Mm-hmm. 
you think rest, right? Sure. Which is the first part of the rice rice method, mm-hmm. um, which has since been debunked. So if you get anything from this, the other part too, and we're about to, so it's a good transition point, is your nutrition can greatly mm-hmm. help uh, reduce inflammation levels and also help with that recovery. And food, you know, again, is is something that is still very complicated and something that you could go 40 different directions in terms of <laughs> sure. what is what is good for you versus what's not good for you. Sure. It's and overwhelming, it, people. It is. But on a baseline level, we know that eating the wrong foods causes an inflammatory response. Absolutely. Absolutely. It causes food sensitivities, which is an inflammatory response. Eating foods that you know are not going to agree with you, uh, the next day you feel bloated, you, you don't feel good, you feel kind of hungover, kind of foggy. Those are inflammatory responses to the foods that you ate the previous day. You drank too much the night before. Mm -hmm. That's an inflammatory response. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's Mm -hmm. your liver working hard to uh, get rid of those toxins, toxins push all those toxins out, and those toxins have to go somewhere. Sure. And it's not normal for you to have irritable bowels and achy joints and bloating after meals. You know, in most cases, what that's a sign of is your body sort of fighting against itself. It's trying to send sort of the the workers or the rescue mm-hmm. team in mm-hmm. to sort of fix that problem. Sure. And that's what's causing that inflammation. So, so much of our immune system is in our gut. And uh, we've always said this before that you you can heal yourself by the by the things that you eat and we promote that as well and it's so true that if you're if you're having inflammation and a lot of those autoimmune issues like eczema rheumatoid arthritis those type of things those are based on what you're eating what you're putting in your body that's your body's response your inflammatory response saying something's going on we need to stop doing this mm-hmm. Yeah. And in most cases, if you have those conditions, you go to your doctor and not all doctors. I do think that certain doctors are starting to turn the page in terms of using food as medicine, but they're going to give you a medication that is going to help those symptoms. Mm -hmm. You're not treating the cause. The cause was because of the food that you were eating, the Mm -hmm. environment you were in, Mm -hmm. uh, the inactivity that you had. And so therefore, you sort of have to put it into your own hands to make sure that you know what diet is appropriate. Mm-hmm. I was talking with somebody on our on our group page, and she has dealt with a autoimmune disease mm-hmm. for years. And then more recently, within the last six years, she went to a full paleo diet. Mm-hmm. And for her, that tended to work the best for her. Sure. So she's not on any medication. She feels amazing. Awesome. She's also in her early to late 40s. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like she's been able to basically all but cure mm-hmm. her inflama- inflammation wow. response through diet. And that's that's the most amazing thing in all of these studies that I've read on nutrition on sites like nutritionfacts.org or how not to die mm-hmm. or talking to Dr. William Davis, all these great minds is that not only can you prevent disease by the food that you eat, but you can actually reverse disease. Absolutely. There are numerous accounts of people who have had heart attacks mm-hmm. and heart disease and by changing out their diet. Mm-hmm. For what works for them, and obviously there is some sacrifice Mm -hmm. there, but also what works to treat the actual cause of the problem, Mm -hmm. have literally been able to reverse disease. Oh, we've heard it. People have reversed diabetes, hypertension, uh, so many issues. But what we want to instill into 
uh, you listening today is become your own advocate. Really do some research. Don't always say that there's always a pill that's going to make you feel better. Um, really take an in-depth look into your your diet. A lot of times it can be fixed by eating proper foods. And a lot of times it's just taking out those processed foods. I mean, mm-hmm. I think if we just start there by eliminating anything processed, stay away from, you know, um, boxed or frozen um, foods in the sense that, you know, um, burger patties and French fries and um, anything that's like processed food, that, nothing that you that isn't made fresh kind of thing. Or even even better yet, to simplify it even more, nothing that's on the interior aisles mm. of a yeah. supermarket. Sure. You know, that, yeah. that puts as Stay basic as possible. Because if you think about it, you walk into majority of supermarkets, what's first? Mm-hmm. You always have your produce, produce. Mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you got your veggies, you got yeah. your fruits, you probably have avocados and you'll have your nuts and seeds mm-hmm. and maybe some spices. Mm-hmm. You go along that back wall. Now you hit, you're going into sort of your meat department. So mm-hmm. whether you are, and we're not advocating plant-based diets per se, mm-hmm. there is tons of evidence out there that a plant-based diet does a wonderful things for people. I myself am not completely plant-based, right? I'm mm-hmm. a flexitarian, mm-hmm. even though to Andrea Chagrin, she's she's <laughs> grac- graciously and very cautiously trying to mold me into one. I just bought tofu today at Kroger, okay? I was like, I want some tofu. Now, she, now she's like, she's like, yes, it's working. But, but here's the big thing. So then you got your meat. Then you go down a little bit further. Now we have things like eggs. And again, mm-hmm. eggs, mm-hmm. Um, you'll see both sides of the spectrum. Yep. You'll have your dairy. Then you make that turn. Now we're in our plant-based foods going around that corner. Sure. So really, the only things we should be really looking for in those interior idols are going to be things like legumes, nuts and seeds, rice, rice yeah. possibly, sure. you know, quinoa. Mm-hmm. Um but other than that, everything else is processed. Right. And I think if you, and we have to remember, if if you are looking to do a change with your nutrition because you're noticing some of these inflammatory responses, you have to give it some time. It's not going to happen overnight. Well, I didn't eat anything processed for two days and I still feel the same. Give your body, your body is going to hang on to what it has. Like you had said before, it's a homeostasis machine. It's going to hang on to that. It's not going to want to let it go. But give yourself a couple of weeks of eating clean eating whole foods to see how you feel. And, and I think uh, Dr. Gregor and How Not to Die put it this way. If you drastically like bruise or even break your, your tibia, your shin bone, and you let it rest for, let's say, like three days or in the, what you just talked about, you eat really good for three days, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. the realization, you want the realization now. Like, right. Right. hey, I've instant. been really good. Yeah. I want the gratification and sure. the realization that I'm better now. That would be like, in, this, in the case of the shin, you let rest for three days and all of a sudden you think you can go out and run or you bash it again. Sure. So it's the same thing when you eat healthy for a week, a month, and then all of a sudden you go back to your old diet mm-hmm. thinking, oh, well, everything's going to be good now. Right. Well, no, like right. this is a lifestyle change, meaning like the entire length of your life needs to be a part of this change. And I'm not saying that you need to give up all of your favorite things. But what I will tell you is that most inv- individuals that stick with it long enough realize that they don't even want those things sure. anymore. Sure. It's not worth it. Right. They realize how they feel after a certain meal or after having a night out with 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 drinks, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it really worth that feeling? Is it mm-hmm. worth the detriment? And also know too that that those small things add up. You mm-hmm. have one bad night, okay, that's fine. 
But then the more of those that you string together, the sure. further and further you get away from the health that you actually want. Sure. And and know that, like I said before, become your own advocate. Start cleaning up your diet. Take out all the processed foods if you can. Start slowly. Don't cold turkey. We've talked about that before in our podcast. Um, and then also realize that a lot of times if you're like, well, I don't have eczema and I don't have arthritis and I'm not knowing these things. What about your mood? Your mood is an inflammatory response as well. And those things can be changed by your diet also. So there's so many things that are the way your body reacts as a response. So um, just become your own advocate. And if you have specific questions, please let us know. We can, we can definitely help. But there's so many different avenues that we can go down. But start there, becoming your own advocate, do your own research, and start taking the processed foods out and start seeing how you feel after that. And for sure, it, part of that being your own advocate is making sure you're getting it from sources that are valid. And like I said, when we started this this episode, by no means are Andrea and I the foremost experts oh. on anti-inflammatory diets. We know a lot of things. And a lot of it we know not just from the educational training that we've gotten, but from our own practices sure. of noticing how certain foods affect our body. Absolutely. And I think if nothing else, your ability to become more of an intuitive eater, mm -hmm. that ability to realize when certain things flare up when mm -hmm. you eat certain things mm -hmm. or you feel a certain way when you eat certain things, or if you train a certain way, mm -hmm. or if you feel sad after you eat a certain meal, that's your body sure. heading the alarm, right? Yeah. Listen to what your body is telling you. Your body's going to tell you what it, it needs. So just... Take a minute back and be like, oh, that, that kind of hurts or why am I feeling this? You know, don't just push it off to the side and chug along with your day. Really understand, okay, why, what, what did I do yesterday that I feel this way today? 100%. So, you know, this was just a very brief episode getting back to it, if you will. We had to shake off our, our cold cation uh, dust and rust here a little bit. Um, but definitely let us know if you guys have questions, further questions around uh, infl inflammation and how it's mm -hmm. maybe playing a role in your life. And, and that's why we're here, guys. We're here to help you find those mm -hmm. answers. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, one of the best resources you can go to besides ourselves uh, is nutritionfacts.org. Mm -hmm. um, just to Andrea's point, be very wary of the... <laughs> over information download that you'll have mm -hmm. because it's not always clear and dry. Even if a study does say that this is totally terrible for you or it's totally great for you, it's all about what matters is more about the situation. Mm -hmm. Like it's all about the what's going on inside of your life at the current moment. Um, and if you are having terrible symptoms, yes. please go to your doctor. Um, I, I, you know, I always for, sort of forget to say that because we are not doctors and doctors do play a role mm -hmm. in ensuring that if you at, are near or at near death, mm -hmm. that they are the ones that are going to be able to save your life. Mm -hmm. So I hope you guys have a fantastic week. We'll be back next week mm -hmm. and you guys take care. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.